Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer joining you from Los Angeles, California. Huge matchup tonight in the Pacific Division as the Oilers get ready to take on the Los Angeles Kings. Mike Smith was in the starters net this morning at the Edmonton Oilers morning skate for what it's worth. Uh, you can see what ends up happening here. Um both Smith and Koskinen's numbers uh, have, I mean, really, they've had the two tough games. The game against Colorado, the game against Minnesota, they both ended up in there. Uh, the Edmonton Oilers getting some help last night. Mike Smith, by the way, 4-0-1 uh, with a 9.31 save percentage. That's what I've got. I don't, I haven't worked out his GAA yet, goals against average. It's probably off the top of my head at 2.25 over the last five starts. But uh, I, I just did the numbers right now. 4-0-1-9-31 is the save percentage uh, for uh, Mike Smith in his last five starts. So he's going pretty well uh, for the uh, Edmonton Oilers. Leon Dreisaitl, we do not have confirmation that he'll play. He was on the ice today. Uh, he was also on the ice for the game against Tuesday. My gut says he's going to gut this one out. We'll have to... Uh, wait and see to confirm on that front but he's certainly a hugely important player. Brendan, you just let me know when uh, we've worked uh, to uh, load up our guests here. Orders Now is brought to you by Digitex. Digitex.ca is Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office technology and software. You can reach us anytime in the River Cree Resort and Casino hotline 780-496-0063 the River Cree Resort and Casino excitement bet on it and you can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Same number 780-496-0063 Get the new floors you've always wanted with Ashley Fine Floors. 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, open Monday to Sunday. I'm available at Oilers Now. You can, uh, or the show Twitter accounts at Oilers Now. Brendan actually takes care of that for us. You can reach me at Bob underscore Stoffer and Brendan S. Brendan was too um, easy. Oh, hey. Brendan, try right now. Okay, because uh, someone just called my number. <laughs> and knocked you off the air for a minute, too. But you're good now. Am I back? Yeah, yeah. All good. Yeah, that's what happens when I'm on this reported app. All good. So uh, try uh, try reaching Kevin again here. Okay? Because uh, that was him calling me. So we should be, and I'll hop in at this time, into the uh, Oilers Now text line. For Ashley Fine Floors. Mike uh, says, Bob, why do we have to have news uh, during sports shows? 
Well, that's uh, we do news on the half hours. That's what we provide. It's part of the mandate uh, for a chorus in 630 Chad. So thank you for your thoughts. Uh, Stoff, it's not rocket science regarding the fact that uh, the penalty uh, power plays per game in the playoffs have dropped from 11.6 to 5.4. Whistles are put in the pockets. That's how it happens. Uh, again, you can text us at 780-496-0063. This texter says, Bob, players are now following the rules more. So, well, we'll wait and see. And uh, one more here. Uh, this text comes in out of Edmonton saying, okay, Leon, enough is enough. You've had enough time with Louis DeBrus, number 29 jersey. Find your own number so we can raise Louis to the rafters. <laughs> I somehow dealt the. There's going to be a number. Hopefully there's a number 29 raised to the, uh, the rafters. Uh, it, it's going to be uh, Leon Drysettles. Without further ado, for our friends at Canadian Power Pack, Alberta's leader in electrical construction and service, electrical prefabrication and solar. From the NHL Network and ESPN Future NHL Senior Executive, we welcome back to the show, Kevin Weeks. Hi, Kevin. How are you doing? How are you doing, man? Hope everybody's doing well out there. Big game tonight. Your thoughts on Edmonton and L.A.? Well, I mean, this is a Todd McClellan Bowl, that's for sure. First off, right, obviously, with him having coached, uh, we'll get to Todd in a second, but him having coached both clubs, clearly with the Kings now. Uh, I, think, I love the way the Oil have played down the stretch. You know, they've they've been much more consistent down the stretch. They're certainly getting a lot more production from guys not only named Connor and Leon, who have been amazing, going one and three, number one, number three overall in league scoring, uh, the two of them respectively. But Taylor Yamamoto is starting to show the signs of what everybody thought he could become based on his offensive wizardry that he had in the dub and what he was able to do down in Bakersfield. And, uh, and quite frankly, I just think they're playing a better team game. Zach Hyman's been really good. Evander Kane's been outstanding as well. I think having those two guys in the top six really helped their group. And, you know, as we've discussed numerous times on the show, probably for about a month and change now, maybe a little longer, Koskinen's played better. Smitty's been better of late, too, and played well. So all things being equal, I like the way the Oilers are playing right now a lot better down the stretch. I would then say as far as the Kings, they've, they've been really good all season long. And I've spoken to Todd a few times. Uh, his, old, his old staff member and somebody that he was able to mentor, Jay Woodcroft, is doing a great job for the Oil. And, and Todd's doing an outstanding job with, with uh, L.A. They've got four guys from their cup-winning team. Dowdy obviously has been out with injury, but Quick, Kopitar, Dustin Brown, Dowdy I mentioned. The young guys have played really well. And some of their mid-range age guys like Adrian Kempe and I follow some of those guys have played well too. So it's just up for a great Pacific Division matchup tonight. Mike Smith in the starters net, uh, 4-0-1, a 2.19 goals against average and a 9.31 save percentage in his last five starts. Uh, that's pretty good. He had a little bit of a tweak. I was wondering if he was at one point cramping in the game against San Jose. Uh, I, you know, and, and, and goaltending's the position, uh, like I'm a know-it-all, Kevin, you know that. Uh, but that's the position I know the least about, okay? Uh, my expect, my expect, expectation of goaltenders was, uh, in a sequence to stop the first shot. Oh, who's kidding who here? Stop the second and third one. And, and if, he, if he let one in on the fourth one, I was the guy that skated by and said, hey, you gotta have that one too. So. On that note, I mean, a 40-year-old goaltender with a tweak always has me a little bit nervous. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I understand that. I can understand why, especially because when he's played so well.
Smith, he's played exceptionally well here. As you mentioned, his last five starts, and you know, he, he seems to be comfortable. It's hard when you miss time at any age, but let alone when you, your season's disrupted due to injury, especially when you're older, the way it has been for Smitty. So that's been a little bit eventful where that's concerned. But he's played really well in the last five games. He looks like himself. He's making the saves he should make. Listen, there's, there's one key thing to Mike Smith's game for me, and Sean Burke said that years ago. This is glove hand. He's a very glove-dominant goalie. Very similar to uh, the great Grant Fuhr and Mika Kiprasov that, you know, was reigning supreme in Calgary. They're glove-dominant goalies. And when they're on their A game, they're scooping pucks, uh, you know, pucks that are basically ice level. They're catching them above the crossbar and everything in between. They're catching them. And they're slowing the game down. And with Mike Smith's unique ability to make plays, as you saw in that overtime goal the other day, it had the puck. Yeah. It really is a unique advantage. So he's been really good down the stretch. I'm curious to see how that little tweak is going to affect him if it does at all. All right. Uh, I, we just had Louie on, and we're going to have George on later. Uh, George is actually coming to town for an NHL initiative uh, mm-hmm. that has to do with uh, uh, you know African-American and African-Canadian players and spreading the word out and all mm-hmm. that. Um, mm-hmm. But so I, those guys were both enforcers. Uh, you played in a slightly yeah. different time. I wanted to get your thoughts on what happened the other night with Jay Beagle, and uh, yeah. how you saw that whole situation. You know, Trevor Zegers going in, and giving the goalie a little bit of a poke. Beagle jumping in to defend the goaltender in a five nothing game, and then you know probably being a tad excessive, obviously with with, with uh, Troy Terry. How do you see that whole scenario, Kevin? Yeah, I thought it was a tad excessive. You know, I'm always for people backing up their goalie or their teammates in the right circumstance. I mean, the goalie, anytime anybody touches them after whistle, whatever, without exception, you jump in there. Um, you know, if a, if a clean check, I don't like this where clean check is delivered to your teammate and you're jumping in to fight all the time. That I don't like. You still have to be able to leave, to deliver clean hits, clean checks in any way. You know, off the floor check, along the boards, open ice. As long as they're clean, they're not dirty, they're not predatory. You got to be able to give a clean check. You got to be able to take a clean check. And somebody you guys know well there, who was the key part of your run to that Cup final, was my man Mike Pekka. All right, that was my minor hockey captain playing minor hockey. He was one of the best hitters I've seen pound for pound, uh, and you saw that through his NHL career. But he could give a hit, but he could take one too. And I think there, there's got to be space in the game for that. I think Jay Beagle was a little excessive in that. And here's one thing that I really want to say. And you've been saying this on the show. And I couldn't agree with you more. We, we talked about it last week. You have to be able to allow the skill and the creativity and the, and the intuition and the offensive instincts to flourish, okay? I, like, Connor McDavid needs to be able to flourish. Not saying guys can't hit him. Not saying they can't D up on him and defend him cleanly. But he needs to be able to flourish. Leon Dreisaitl, we talked about this. Yeah. So it's the same thing for Zegers. Zegers is must-be TV. I've done about five Anaheim games on the FBS this year. He's a, he's a guy that you pay to watch. Like, he's a box office player already in terms of his, his skill and creativity. So this notion that we had years ago when they were like, ah, this guy's trying to show us up. He's trying to do – get out of here with that talk. Be better. You don't want to get shown up improved. You need to improve your skating. You need to improve your, your balance, your edge work. Don't just be mad at guys because they're more skilled and more talented. It's almost like how it was for a long time when the sentiment was everybody was anti-goalie. Oh, the goalies are too good. They're too big. The equipment's too big. This is too big. Just improve. Just improve your skill set. And then we saw this whole slew of skilled players which have been able to uh, kind of offset and kind of mute that talk. So I thought with Jay Beagle, I've always respected Jay Beagle. 
I'd certainly want him on my team any day, but I thought that was excessive to your point, for sure. Kevin, uh, I'm on the reported app here in Los Angeles, and what happens? Are you on speaker phone? I don't mean to be rude, but if you're if you're off spe- if you're on speaker and I'm on reported, it reverberates back for our listeners. We- yeah, sure. No, what literally what happened is I literally just came in. It's too hot. We're at our place in Miami. It's too hot, so I just came into the garage. But I'm back inside the house. It's fine. That's better. Yeah. Is that better? So all right. Uh, so yeah. Okay. <laughs> you're an audio <laughs> technician too, stop. Yeah, oh, I'm not very good at it. All of a sudden, stop. Stop's gonna be audio tech stuff. I know we got That's not an area of strength for me. Let me tell you. So, so, so come playoff time, uh, one of the things I think that you know, Kevin, that I think Oilers fans have a building optimism under Jay Woodcroft is Edmonton's improved five-on-five goal share, okay? It's probably at about 55%. Usually, if you're a top-eight team, 5v5 goal share, you got a chance to win. And since Jay Woodcroft has become the uh, the head coach of the team, of course, he's 18-7-2 with his record. The Oilers have a much better goal share. You know, from your perspective, because you know you just don't... Like, the Oilers under... Uh, Dave Tippett, did a great job. I mean, they had the number one power play back-to-back yeah. years. But we played eight playoff games, you know, four against Chicago and four against Winnipeg, and Connor didn't even draw a penalty in any one of those games. Right. Dave Jackson just put some numbers out, said, well, it's the same amount of penalties in the regular season of playoffs. And then, uh, But he had the list all the way back to 05-06, that playoff run with Mike Pecky you mentioned. Mm-hmm. There was 11.6 power plays a game. 11.6. Mm-hmm. In 0506 power plays per game, down to 5.49 last yeah. year in the playoffs. Yeah. To me, that's too drastic of a drop. Like there's got, like, and it's a sign that they've 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 become conditioned just not to call penalties. What do you think? I mean, the numbers would support that the drop's been precipitous. Are the players mm. more disciplined? Is it mm. a different? You know, you tell me. What do you what do you see over the last 16 years? that season a 50% drop in the amount of power plays that are in a game in the playoffs. I think it falls I think it falls on, on two sides. Number one, that is a drastic drop to your point by any measure. And the, the standard of officiating, as we all know, I mean, come on, man. Go and watch midget AAA hockey there, and, and you'll see it too. You know what I mean? You, you get in the playoffs, it's a different brand. Everybody knows that. The officials know that. And keep in mind, some of the officials are former players, you know, that played at a good, good to pretty good to high level, right? They've got a feel for the game, too. They don't want to be the hero. They want the players to decide the game, especially in the postseason. So we'll, we'll, we'll give those that kind of a little bit of uh, leeway, so to speak, and a little latitude. Yes, I feel like because our league has gone away from more of a positional, hard, ethical, right game to more of a skill game, like if you know, if you're matching up against Connor and Leon's ability to spin, Connor's ability to spin and accelerate and, and, and his multi-directional speed, you've got to improve your ability to skate. And I feel like you have less, we have less, uh, which I love, the Clydesdale defensemen, to put it that way, the more plodding, stay-at-home, physical, rough, positional, uh, Charlie, Huddy, Brent, Seabrook type, so I love it, who you win with, no question. But I feel like we've gone away from that in, uh, in in your in your decor, and I feel like even some of your third and fourth line forwards can actually fly up and down the ice too, and they're a little more agile. 
So I think it kind of falls on both of those two. Those are the two main factors for me. But all this to say, if I'm the oil and if I'm an oil fan, what I'm saying is the way they're playing now as a team, I think they're going to draw more calls because you're not just playing off the rush and living off the rush. And that's also a big part of that five-on-five goal share improvement under Jay Woodcroft that you just mentioned, Stop, and you're seeing this firsthand. The oil are generating off in a different way now, right? They're attacking the team's work. They're attacking the middle more, and they're cycling more, and they're getting their D involved in the offense a little bit more. They're getting more offense in zone than they would have, you know, say a year, two years ago, where a lot more of it was off the rush and with speed. I think that goes well for the oil, and I don't think there's a fan anywhere there in Alberta that, that wouldn't agree with when you've got a speed, skill, pace off the rush game, and you can mix that with an end zone kind of off the cycle game. It's like football. When you've got a running game and you've got a passing game, you're golden. And I think right now the way the oil is played down the stretch, that's been reflective of, of having that balance, and I think that'll bode well for drawing calls. Kevin, it's uh, 30 Celsius here in L.A. Uh, sounds like it's higher than that in Florida. I know it's 11 Celsius in Edmonton, which is warm for the first week yeah. of April. Thank thank you, my man, for joining me, uh, joining us here. Uh, you take care, okay? Yeah, anytime. Yeah, thanks to the fans back in Berta, too. Thanks for having me. You bet. That's Kevin Weeks from the NHL Network and ESPN for Canadian Power Pack, Alberta's leader in electrical construction and service, electrical prefabrication and solar. We'll tell you that guests on this show receive gift certificates to Japanese Village, open and serve you at any one of their five Edmonton and area locations featuring Alberta's own Brent Lake Wagyu. Visit jvedmonton.ca. I hope I didn't uh, steal uh, Brendan Escott's thunder on the Oilers Now Prospect Report by uh, mentioning the... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline performance yesterday of Xavier Borgo. We're going to get to that next. We'll read some of your texts as well when we return on Oilers Now. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. for Brendan Escott with you. Brendan's playing the role of the music maestro, tying everything into uh, Cali today. Let's see how you do, Brendan, on Tuesday when we're in Minnesota. Of course, you could just do the best of Prince, and I don't think anybody would have a problem with that. I mean, he is, after all, or was, Prince. Uh, one thing that, uh, as we're done, it's, it's ironic, you know, you go into, there's this thing called the Internet. It might actually work. Um and I've sort of become more interested in, I read Helter Skelter like in my late teens. Um, and because it, it's pretty interesting. As, as I look out and I can see 
from my hotel room, from our... Uh, we are in uh, L.A. Live right now. I can see the Hollywood sign uh, from where I'm doing the show right now. But I'm more interested sort of in the whole and then what happened with uh, Charles Manson. I mean, and that sort of literally, you know, there was a time of uh, free love and all that kind of stuff in the late 1960s. And it sort of came to a conclusion. Uh, with the Tate uh, LaBianca murders. It's a, it, and there's a lot of theories about this still to this day, that it wasn't quite um, how it was necessarily presented at the time by the district attorney's office in Los Angeles. All right, that was just a total aside and felt like talking about it just because it's it's interesting. Uh, I went down the rabbit hole on uh, YouTube over the last couple days. A reminder to all Oilers season seat holders to secure your 2022 Stanley Cup playoff seats by Thursday, April the 14th. You lock in your seats for the playoffs ahead of the public online through your Oilers account manager or you can call them at 7804 four goal. We will also tell you that cars cost less in Wetaskiwin. Brentridge, Ford, and Wetaskiwin are now 11-time President's Award winners for customer satisfaction. It's a tremendous honor for their staff, Uncle Milt, Rich, Johnny, and the gang, dedicated to ensuring your customer service is outstanding. You can uh, get vehicles at Brent Ridge Ford. The best way to get a vehicle these days is to order one. There are discounts available courtesy of Ford Motor Company and Brent Ridge Ford. Brent Ridge Ford, one eight seven seven four seven seven four. That's one eight seven seven four seven seven thirty six seventy three. Or visit BrentRidge.com. As promised, one twenty seven in Edmonton. Two, your Oilers now prospect report for Scott Arthur Millwork custom cabinetry, luxury closets, exceptional millwork. Visit scottarthurmillwork.com. And here is Brendan Escott. Well, you had the update on Borgo. I'll give you the update on the NCAA Frozen Four, which begins tonight. The Denver Pioneers and Michigan Wolverines facing off around 3 o'clock our time. Oilers fourth rounder from 2020, Carter Savoy, uh, trying to help unseed that super team that is Owen Powers' Michigan side. Savoy with the nation's top scorer, Bobby Brink on his side, and of course his lifelong best friend from St. Albert, Michael Benning on the back end as well. Denver does average the most goals per game in the country, just uh, over four. Michigan with a young team, but we all know about the top end talent that they boast on the back end, and especially up front. Matt Beneers, uh, I guess Luke Hughes, the defenseman. Kent Johnson, though. Brendan Brisson. Uh, actually, seven first round draft picks in all on that team. The other game is Minnesota and Minnesota State squaring off. The Mavericks, led by American Olympian Nathan Smith, while the Golden Gophers, hoping for a big performance from Leafs second rounder Matty Nye is probably the best player dressed in that game. So our our eyes are going to be focused on Carter Savoy. Uh, obviously, I'm being asked, does he sign right away with Edmonton? Uh, there's an opportunity, I would say that right now, on the left side to get up and going here. Uh, I mean, the Oilers have got Dylan Holloway playing left wing and Tyler Benson playing left wing, and Holloway is going to be pushing awfully hard here to get in the NHL shortly. Um, and then in terms of Michigan, Owen Power... It, who is the Michigan defenseman, played for Team Canada. Uh, he is expected, the word is, to play for the Buffalo Sabres in Toronto on Tuesday. So, uh, like, these, you could see a mass. The one guy I'm not sure on at this time is Hughes, uh, because I think he might go back to school for one more year, the New Jersey first-round pick and brother of Jack Hughes. So we'll continue to monitor that. George LaRock is coming up after a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell.
Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.